opportunity, Lord, you gave us to praise you, to glorify you, Lord Jesus. And now we ask you, Lord, to help us, Lord, to uh, give you all of our attention, Lord, to the word that you've given our brother Gabriel to give to us, Lord Jesus. And help us, Lord, to receive it with joy and understanding, Lord, knowing that it's a treasure, Lord, that's been sent from above, Jesus. And we also ask you, Lord, for the tithes and the offering, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Multiply them, Lord, for the church, the vision, for the things needed, Lord, to continue pushing your name forward, Jesus. And we also thank you, Lord, for the jobs and the health that you give us, Lord, to be able to bring these tithes to you, Lord Jesus. Well, it's just all in your name, Lord. We give you thanks for everything that you do, Jesus. Amen. God bless you, hermanos. I'm going to ask Brother Gabriel to pass on up. Vamos a seguir alabando a Dios. Amen. Con, con su palabra. Amen, hermanos. Más, lo, lo más importante de todo, hermanos, la palabra de Dios. Amen. Que Dios los bendiga mucho. Praise the Lord. God bless everyone this evening, brothers and sisters. Uh, God bless the group this evening. Y'all may be seated. Can't fall asleep to the things that the enemy wants to attack us on, and we have to be uh, vigilant always prepared always in 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 our ministries because um, the enemy is looking just for a, an opportunity to to do something amen to rob us of a blessing from God amen sometimes we get comfortable and we should never be comfortable hermanos muchas veces nosotros que es la palabra comfortable ¿Cómo? Cómodo. Nos ponemos cómodo en, en nuestras vidas. Uh, y nunca puedes estar cómodo uh, andando con Cristo. Porque debemos expectar unas cosas que, que viene la prueba, viene uh, el enemigo queriendo hacer algo. Pero también uh, viene el Señor uh, con la gracia y con su poder. Y eso debemos Toda, toda, todas nuestras vidas esperar algo grande, amén. No debemos nomás pensar que va a ser un día igual o va, vamos a tener un día igual cuando puede ser un día especial, amén. Como estaba diciendo el hermano Lorenzo, es un día de alabar a Dios y glorificar a Dios, amén. We cannot just uh, be comfortable, brothers and sisters, because we can expect today is the day that God answers us. We can also expect that today could be a day of trial and tribulation. So we can be com comfortable. We always must be on guard and, and ready and prepared and willing to, uh, to understand what God has in store for us. Amen. And pray that we can accept anything that's before us today. Amen. God bless the children this evening. Um, I don't know if the youth had anything or if they want to stay here. I'll see. Do you have something or you okay staying here? Yeah. We'll keep the youth here tonight. I was thinking about keeping the youth here tonight anyways. Um, the Lord uh, gave me uh, not only the, the, the title of this message, but um, some of the verses that I'm going to share with you all tonight. Um, 
this past uh, the, the past week that uh, I, I was just uh, going through a lot of things and and just reflecting on a lot of stuff in a term that uh, that Jesus said came to me, and I was just like, "There's got to be something to that," and um, and it started making me think of that. There's probably a lot of terms that we uh, have heard through the years that uh, make you really think that there's got to be more to that. Uh, so I kind of started thinking that I'd like to, to personally start looking into that for myself and, uh, and start bringing some messages, uh, with the title, Jesus said it. Cause there's a lot of things that he said. And if we turn to, uh, John 21, 25, hermano, estaba pensando en, en la predicación, um, el semana pasado, y comencé a pensar de un dicho que dijo, un, un dicho, un, un, una cosa que dijo el Señor. Y comencé a pensar, eh, como el título, como dice, que Jesús lo dijo. Y como muchas veces uh, leemos algo o, o eh, estamos, estamos explicando algo que dijo Dios. Y a veces rascamos nuestras cabezas pensando, ¿cómo es esto? Porque tiene un, está profundo también la palabra de Dios. Uh, pero me gusta como dice aquí en, en Juan 21, 25. John 21, 25 says. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. The which if they should be written every one. I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Como dice aquí en español, y hay también otras, otras muchas cosas que hizo Jesús que si escribiesen cada una por sí, ni aún el mundo pensó que cabrían los libros que se habrían de escribir. Amén. We can see here that it was profound, it was... It was not only what was written in, in that we read, but there was many things that Jesus did, uh, many wondrous things that he did. We had a glimpse of it that was very important in what we saw. It's what he left for us for edification. <laughs> he left it for us for edification. But I believe that also as an example uh, and also, so we wouldn't get lost in things, it was perfectly written. Um, but I love how John puts it here is that there's many things that we, uh, we know that our, our Jesus did. It wasn't just the, the little things that we saw and uh, that we read in the Bible. Amen. Um, so that, that being said, in thinking about uh, what we're going to be reading or studying tonight, brothers and sisters, there, there, there's, Jesus had a way of using terms that would make his people stumble or create conflict just with something he would say. It's powerful. And pensando, hermanos, in, in las cosas que vamos a leer, Jesús uh, tuvo, uh, tenía una maquinaria como decir algo que a su pueblo, a, a su gente, a uh, los judíos, con nomás un palabra los tenía conf confundidos, los tenía también 
uh, bien uh, enojados con cosas que decía porque uh, tenían mucho orgullo. Y para mí era, eran cosas que no nomás para comenzar un pleito, pero para, para también enseñar que una de la, las cosas que estaban haciendo era bien como hipócritas hipócritas <laughs> brother, brother Raul tries to show me by smiling I'm smiling back at him because he's trying to get me to enunciate I can't see you too good brother so uh, you know what I mean and, y, y yo pienso que muchas veces uh, personas el Señor usó palabras para pegar en lugares donde sabía que los fariseos y no lo iban a gustar. Y, and, I, and I love brothers and sisters because our, our God is amazing and he would, he would use terms, he would just say something that would, like I said, uh, confound or also uh, irritate people um, that were, were Jewish Um, his people that he came for because he knew the customs. He knew uh, how they handled things. He also knew how ridiculous some of the things were that they held on to while they didn't do other things. And I love how Jesus, uh, um, when he was here, especially uh, used these terms. But if we turn to Romans 8.13, kind of would like to start in, in, in our discussion here this evening. Romans 8.13 It reads, for if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Amen? It's a pretty nice verse there, right? So if we live in the flesh, if we are in the flesh, you know, we, we've, we heard about the battle between the flesh and the spirit before. But it says here, if we live in the flesh, then we shall surely what? Die in the flesh. But again, if our spirit, if our spirit is in control of things, which is a battle, but if our spirit is what's overcoming the flesh, it's motivating us to be better, to follow the things of God, to be obedient to God, to accept the things, then we shall live. Now, we all understand that we all are all going to die here. Hate to break it to everyone, but we're all going to pass away. Amen? Can I get an amen? Or some people here that believe they're not. But the thing is, and our hope and our excitement is, is that we have been promised something after death. Amen? Now, some of us, our hope isn't so excited, and I didn't see everybody standing up and drawing because we still don't know what that promise is. Some of us are like, well, yeah, I know it's a, it could be eternal life, but it also could be eternal damnation depending on how we end. Amen? That's the struggle. But our excitement should be is that God has given us the opportunity through the word, through salvation, to receive eternal life. It's not like he did not, he did not give us the answers to this quiz He's given us the answers. Amen. So the battle, but that's the flesh. See, the flesh didn't just want to rejoice right now. See, when I said that we have a promise, the flesh came out and was like, yeah, we do, but I really don't know what it's going to be. 
The spirit is the part that's pulling you saying, it's eternal life. It's the, it's, it's the promise. It's the promise that God has given us. His sacrifice is what's given us this. Amen. Muchas veces, hermanos, estamos peleando contra la carne y, y como pregunté si, si muchos, todos nosotros vamos a morir. Puedes estar triste o puedes aceptarlo y vivir ahorita uh, en las promesas que te dio Dios aquí. Porque hay promesas que te ha dado Dios aquí. Pero la carne no se quiere gozar en esto. El Espíritu sí, porque sabe que va a regresar aunque lo mandó, aunque lo creyó. Pero muchos de nosotros no queremos eso porque tenemos mucho amor por las cosas que están aquí en este mundo. Y este no es nuestro lugar, es temporal este lugar. Pero me gusta aquí, como dice la Escritura, si estamos viviendo en la carne, vamos a morir. Pero aquí está hablando de algo diferente, no está hablando de la prim primera muerte. Está hablando de el segundo. Porque viviendo en la carne, como reser reserva nuestro tiquete para el infierno. Porque hay, hay muchos de nosotros que no queremos aprender lo que debemos Uh, cómo debemos vivir en, uh, en, en esta vida. No queremos aprender eso. No, 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 estamos, no estamos cambiando. Uh, 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 somos como el pueblo que estaba en el desierto por años, años, hasta que se murieron con el orgullo, con el du duda, veniendo de Egipto. Pero para nosotros, que estamos conforme cambiar, queriendo, sintiendo mal, si no estamos haciendo la voluntad de Dios. Tal vez te sientes mal no haciendo la voluntad de Dios. O como dijo el pastor, ya no estamos oyendo la conciencia. Ya no estamos escuchando la conciencia. Ya, ya, ya tenemos uh, el, el remote control para uh, uh, bajar el volumen. Ya no estamos pagando eso. Ya no estamos pensando si estamos ofendiendo cada uno. Porque ya, 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 ya con, viviendo así, ya has escogido lo que quieres en el futuro para tu vida. La cosa es que puedes vivir en el infierno en dos maneras. Aquí en esta vida y también después de esta vida. No entiendes eso. Se dice maldición viene a ti aquí y a tu familia. También viene para ti solamente en el segundo, segundo muerte. So, brothers and sisters, it's important for us to realize how important it is to understand and to really put to heart the word of God and, and, and what God shows us in things and, and, and how, how our conscience is our guide. And how God has given us this beautiful thing to, to, to let us know if we're not living right. And there's no disabilities in the walk with God. There's no disabilities in the walk with God. God makes it clear for us. It's black and white for us. It's no, I didn't know that, God. Because he brings ministers that annoy, annoy us. 
with the word of God and, 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 and pick at us with the word of God. God is faithful that way. That we're not going to have an opportunity to say, well, God, I just didn't know that. I'm not, I'm not educated in these things. It's simple. He says, I thank you because you've hidden it from the wise and given it to the simple. So we got to rejoice in the things that are simple, accept them, and apply them. That's why the flesh sometimes isn't happy, isn't motivated, isn't excited, because the flesh knows that it's going to be talked about. It's going to be corrected. Por eso la carne no le gusta estar aquí, hermanos. La carne no, no quiere venir aquí. Usa muchas excusas. Ay, tenías un día tremendo. Ay, ay tenés, tenés las alegrías. Ay, tenés esto, el, el trabajo, la familia, lo que sea. Porque la carne sabe, viendo aquí, que se va a corregir. Nadie quiere estar corregido. Nadie. Pero el Espíritu Quiere algo de Dios. Quiere que Dios le habla. Tiene un gozo. Está esperando algo. ¿En qué venimos ahora? ¿En la carne? Porque la carne es una excusa que, que tiene. Ay, me siento así, por eso no estoy. Pero el Espíritu dice, y debemos pagar atención. ¿Por qué? Porque Dios está hablando en su palabra. Dios me está hablando. Dios me está dando algo. We just don't know, brothers and sisters. We don't know how powerful the word of God is, not only to correct our current path, but to direct our future state. What's around the corner? What's tomorrow the word is preparing in you today? If we allow it to, amen? If we turn to Romans 6.23, Romanos 6, 23. Porque la paga del pecado es que más la dávida o dadiva, dadiva, ¿cómo? Dadiva. De Dios es vida eterna en Cristo Jesús. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Muchas veces no entendemos que viviendo en el pecado tiene un pago, como dice aquí. We don't understand that living in sin has a payment. See, brothers and sisters, the flesh wants to convince you that you have no hope. That's why we come here sometimes without the expression and excitement of, of hope because we feel like, oh man, that's what my payment's going to be. But the Spirit is trying to convince you and let you know that God's mercy and love's going to bring the word to your life to apply it and to receive his grace. It's up to us to choose what we're going to pick here is death or life. What are we picking in our decisions, death or life? You never thought about it that, but a decision or an action or, or a sentiment or a feeling or something that you're, you're doing, you're saying. 
Some of us still struggle with gossiping. Some of us still are, are, are struggling with uh, 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 humbleness, forgiveness. Some of us have some nasty spirits. Anybody got a nasty spirit here? A spirit that's just, that was passed on from generations? That you think that, you know, it's all, that it's all okay and, 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 and it, it's not, I don't drink anymore. I don't, I don't drug anymore. I don't, I don't, you know, uh, I'm not lustful anymore. But you got these, you got these little tendencies that are nasty. Sometimes you can't even see it in the mirror. You don't see it. You know, you know, I don't know if my son ever remembers this, but I told him, I said, look, uh, you know, when I started talking about relationships to him, I said, look, if you see a snake, there's a snake. What does that mean? It doesn't matter how, oh, how you doing, Mr. and Mrs. Romero? Uh-huh. If you see it one time, it's there. God's powerful in this. So just be aware of that. Well, sometimes we're, we got that, you know, religious, how you doing, brother? God bless you. This, this, and that. And yet our actions are showing that there's still a snake there. And like Paul says, if me eating meat causes me to offend you, then I won't eat meat. But yet we don't take that into consideration. We'll just offend somebody. And we don't realize the curse we bring on ourselves. And, and you're talking to somebody that through fire had to be taught things. Muchas veces no entendemos, hermanos, que, que uh, los miramos y, oh, ¿cómo estás, hermano? Bendecido, 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 soy bendecido. Cantamos el canto, ¿no? Pero hay víboras. Hay cosas, cosas que estamos escondiendo. Y creemos que estamos ahí, que, oh, pero yo soy profesional. Como dije, me, me dan, uh, uh, how do you say, awards? Premios. Uh, Gravier Romero, el, el, el premio para, para siendo, how do you say, actor? Actor. Pero si hay un víbora y el enemigo está escondido. Los, lo, 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 le enseña mucho el natural cosas y tenés, si tienes árboles que, has, que, que vas a quemar y se lo dejas ahí por un rato comienzan a, a tener uh, dice, ratas or mice or, y se, comienzan a esconder ahí, comida y todo eso ¿sabes qué entra ahí? víboras porque hay ratas pero ¿sabes que miras todo salir cuando comienzas el lumbre? Y la cosa es que la lumbre viene en nuestras vidas para quitar las víboras. Y si tienes algo y, y víboras no, no son siendo mala a alguien, son sentimientos también. Porque te llevan lugares escondidos, es, escuros. Donde el Señor, no, 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 que, 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 como dice la palabra, que, que, que cosa tiene la luz con la oscuridad. 
Eso es importante hermanos entender si estamos hablando de vida y de muerte entendiendo que es algo serio. We got to understand brothers and sisters that when, once we start to talk about life and death this is serious. I used to tell young people all the time if you were with your parent and they were giving your 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 parent if they're with a doctor and they're giving your parent a prescription that was life or death would you be on your phone texting? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, did you say something? How many times do I give it to her? She could die? Oh, okay. Uh, what, what was that again? Not even taking notes. No, you wouldn't. You would make sure that you understood everything clearly. You would probably ask four or five times. But sometimes we come in here very comfortable. Comfortable. I've been doing this for years. I got this figured out. And yet we don't see that sin sneaks up right on us. And we begin to offend. We begin to do things that are getting ugly. Are you ugly in some things that you do? You got to ask yourself that because God is telling you something here pretty specific here is that, look, it's life or death. It's not a guaranteed thing for life for you if you're allowing the flesh to overtake you. But if you allow the spirit and humbleness comes over you and fruits that God, I mean, you can see a different Paul from when he got knocked out off of his horse. There's got to be a difference in us, amen? Or God, or we go through the fire again. Like Pastor talked about, the silver being tried. Amen? So we read here that the wages of sin is death. But God's gift is eternal life. What a gift. What a gift. It's like, it's not like he said, you know, my gift to you is death. That's natural. That's something that, you know, the world will try to figure out for years and they've, there's frozen bodies probably in tunnels somewhere because people thinking they're going to just wake up. Read the word of God. This world's going to end. I hate to spoil the movie for you, but it ends for everyone. But, This world ends, but the promise of eternal life can begin. Amen? So this is what we, this is what we desire. If we turn to Matthew 8, 18, I'd like to begin discussing something that Jesus said. And... Sometimes we've read this before and we've just passed, passed through it very quickly because it was something that it became kind of a church token because it was, it was something that you could use and you could say and, and, and you would say it in, 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 in a way of correcting somebody or feeling something. But we want to start a little bit before this and, and start to see how this setup began, right? So it says, now when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, He gave a commandment to depart unto the other side. So we see here that Jesus, as when he, he worked when he was here, but he saw many people coming and he asked his disciples, let's go to a different place. Let's go to the other side. Amen. So let's move from where we're at right here and we're going to go somewhere else. Okay, so there's some depth already to how this is beginning. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que como dice la palabra de Dios, y viniendo Jesús, muchas gentes alrededor de sí mandó pasar a la otra 
parte del la lago? So you know what? We're going to go somewhere else. You got you got you, you don't question everything Jesus says, but you know that there's a reason that he does everything. And so, you know, so don't find it confusing if if there's something happening in your life that you're confused with because Jesus has a reason. You know, why why am I still going through things that I've gone through through years? You know, Jesus has an answer to that. It might not be Jesus's reason. The reason could just be because Jesus has given you the solutions and we haven't listened or heard them or applied them. But the moment you start to apply them, like the word of God says, instantly, instantly, Peter was saved from the drowning. But we see here, let's gonna go, we're going to go to the other side and we revert, read verse 19. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. Y llegándose un escriba, le dijo, Maestro, te seguiré a donde que quiera que fueres. Powerful, right? Jesus sees a lot of people coming. He tells his disciples, we're going to the other side. Then a scribe comes up to him, right? And what's a scribe? This is somebody that, like a Pharisee, was somebody that was involved in the word. New doctrine, new beliefs from the Jewish people. This is this person right here, so you understand, was, you know, like Pharisees, like, like priests. These are people that, you know, if you're looking at uh, scrolls of old things from Moses and stuff like that. These are people that took care of things like this. Or, 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 or in neighborhoods where people that could come for advice. It, they were very contentious at times with Jesus, both the Pharisees and the scribes. And this is all important because, again, I told you, sometimes Jesus will say something to the right person to trigger something. Para que entendemos, hermanos, quién eran los escribas? La escriba? O el, el escribe? Escriba. El escribe, ¿no? La. Los escribas. El o la. Pero esas personas eran gente que Entendían la palabra uh, antigua, los, los, eh, palabra de Moisés. Eran personas que también juzgaban. Fariseos y escribas eran personas que eran contra Jesús. These were people that were against, Pharisees and scribes were against Jesus. But you see this scribe right here, man, sounds pretty good, doesn't he? He's saying what? I will go wherever you go. That's beautiful. I will follow you. And brothers and sisters, for us, we've made that decision to go and to follow Jesus in our lives. 
and, and our passion and our desire, and we feel it. I mean, we're, some of us are some of us are convicted, but yet we, you know, we, we, you know, with our lips, we 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 don't even honor them with our lips. That's a bad example, because sometimes we don't because we just don't have the desire to be here and and do that because of the struggle. But we have intentions, but we fail because we can't shake things off, and we come here with the struggle. We come here, and, and our flesh feels unworthy because of the weak because of things like i said hypocrisy has a, a weight on us fear has a weight on us confusion has a weight on us because we haven't taken advantage of jesus saying come to me all what god had a purpose for anything that we're going through if you got stuff on you, you got problems, you haven't tried Jesus as the solution or believing in it, saying, God, I trust in you. You say this, God. We still see the problem. And that's why when we come here sometimes, the problem comes here with us. And it goes with us. It leaves with us. But you see here that this scribe, which again was somebody that was against Jesus and things, says, you know, I will follow you wherever they'll go. They'll go, right? Amen. Verse 20. And Jesus said unto him, the foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nest. But the son of man hath not where to lay his head. And again, this is pretty powerful, right? This is, this is, you know, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. And then Jesus drops this and I'm like, whoa, okay. Is that a yes, I can follow you or not? But again, Jesus is setting up, and he's saying, look, there's people here. There's a person that came here committed, but does he understand what this commitment is? And he just breaks it down a little bit by saying, look, where I'm going to go, I'm not going to be welcomed because of the message that I bring. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, we're expecting things, but we're expecting everything to be fine as we follow Jesus. We expect no resistance. We expect no problems. We expect everything, 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 everything. We don't understand what the difference is by strength. Strength and endurance. We don't understand what that is. That God's going to give us the strength and endurance. And how we see that as a blessing. So he gives this term here, which again, I didn't hear him say, okay, come on, follow me. He says this. Just to, I don't know if it's to discourage the person. Y podemos leer aquí, hermanos, que... El Señor, este, este escribe, dijo, yo te quiero seguir, donde vayas tú, yo voy. Y Dios lee este, dice esto, dice, y, y Jesús le dijo, las horas tienen cavernas y las aves del cielo nidos. Mas el Hijo del Hombre no tiene donde recuesta, recueste su cabeza.
You see, with Jesus, we could say anything we want to say. But Jesus knows our hearts. And you see, when Jesus saw this person come, most people would say, yeah, brother, come on, come home. More the merrier. But Jesus saw, saw it as an opportunity to say, look, so you understand through the years, through time coming, that people need to understand the expectations of following Christ. The suffering that will come with following Christ. And this is, this is just the beginning of something that's profound in what he says here. We keep on reading here, verse 21. And another of his disciples said unto him, now this is a disciple now, said unto him, after hearing this, he says this to him, after hearing the man say, I will follow you and all this, another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Now, so we understand that this may sound very simple, but to Jewish people, this was something pretty profound for a man to go bury his father. This is something that's, you know, customary, the, 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 the act of what, what not even is called, considered a celebration, but the, the burial is this, the, 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 the sorrows, the things that, that are done that, that week to celebrate. It's something that it's, it's, to this day is practice. And you can even see it in, in Lazarus, how people were already all there gathered around the home. There's people that, they pay people, listen to this, they pay people to come and cry. Did you know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, 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 you're gonna, come here. You're gonna be right here, you're gonna cry. Just so you, I don't feel I'm alone crying. This is something that's customary for him. So this disciple tells Jesus, let me go bury my father. Seems like a, a legitimate thing to ask Jesus, right? Seems like Jesus being, the, you know, a loving God would have considered this and said, you know what, Go. Catch up with us. You know, because I, I like to think of things like thinking like, what's reasonable? Somebody comes and tells you that. What's reasonable? What would be reasonable? But yet Jesus says something that, and we, and we know it as, we, as we're, 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 we're leading into it. He says something that's just like, it makes you scratch your head a little bit. And we read here in verse 22, he said, but Jesus said unto him, follow me and let the dead bury the dead. Vamos a leer aquí, hermanos, que uno de los discípulos vino a Jesús y dijo, me das tiempo para ir a, how do you say bury? Enterar mi padre. Y yo leyendo esto y, y sabiendo es, esta palabra, que, que es algo que piensas que sí, como que no, Jesús va a decir, sí, está bien, 
allá, allá. Tiene un corazón, ¿no? Vete, vete, sí, sí. Pero dice algo que muchas veces los sen sentimientos no puede entender porque estamos bien sentidos. We think we're strong, well, we're strong, I'm strong. Until it comes to something that God sees that we're not so strong in. In this term right here about let the dead bury the dead. You come and follow me. Now, I wasn't there. It doesn't talk too much about what the reaction were of the other disciples. But I'd have been sent back like, whoa. Wow. I know my responsibility if my father, what, what I would need to do in this process. And now that's being, you know, told to me to follow Jesus instead of following a custom or following. How many of us, how many of us have turned away and not followed Jesus for less things in our lives. La pregunta es, hermanos, ¿cuántos de nosotros no lo hemos seguido a Dios por cosas más pequeñas que esto? Porque estamos viviendo en un sentido. Pero Dios sabe todas las cosas. Si Dios no te puede tener en toda la cosa, en todo. No te puede tener. Si no te puede tener en una decisión que sabe que, que vamos a, how do you say, struggle? ¿Cómo? Batallar. En lo que vamos a batallar, un, que, un, algo que lo, que, que lo está preguntando a nosotros. Eso es parte de purificación. Una cosa que amas mucho. Pregúntate, ¿lo amo más que Dios? Ese es el problema, hermanos, muchas veces que no estamos preguntando, ¿amo esto más que Dios? See, that's a problem sometimes, brothers and sisters. And this is, this is, this is something very dangerous. And God uses this term right here in a family way. But we got to ask ourselves daily, do I love Something more than God. Because if I do, then I can't follow him. But if I decide to love God more than anything here, then I got to understand that the road's not going to be easy. But one thing that I can guarantee that I am going to see things that I could have never have imagined. I am going to do things through him that I would have never been able to do. And that his word of God is true. And he will never forsake me nor abandon me. That he will see my sacrifice too what's needed here on earth. 
So, you know, Jesus says this thing, you know, let the dead bury the dead. And we read here that if we live according to the flesh, then we will die. But if we live to the spirit, then we will live. But Jesus gives this term that this person's father was dead and the people that were going to bury him are dead. Again, doesn't make sense, right? Because dead people can't bury dead people. No, but he gives a term of people that were going to be in this funeral weren't doing the will of God and are dead. And, and what a profound thing, because if I'm this person, first of all, I'm struggling with the sentiment of losing a loved one, and I don't know if I really want to hear or, or understand what Jesus is telling me in this profound that the dead bury the dead. I'm not sure if I'm figuring that out and saying, oh, that's what he means. I might be full of sentiments here, but he's saying something pretty profound here, that if we are living to the flesh, and not paying attention. And you know what? You know what's crazy? You, 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 sometimes you'll get advice. You ever gotten advice on how to get out of something and you don't even pay attention to it? I mean, the answer comes right at you. It's Jesus, you know, brings something to you. He brings, you know, advice to you. And what happens? You disregard it. Podemos ver aquí, hermanos, que, que este discípulo... Estando en su sentir, en sentido, estaba sentido. Y dice la palabra de Dios que deja que los muertos entierran los muertos. Tú vienes, sígame. ¿Cómo podía esta persona entender eso? Era algo profundo. No es como era algo común. Era algo que Dios dijo porque uh, los que lo iban a hacer no estaban viviendo la voluntad de Dios. Y lo estaba diciendo al discípulo, tú vienes, sígame. Tú vienes, sígame para vivir. Pero si los que están muertos están, y yo estoy vivo también, pero eres mi padre, no estoy muerto yo también. No, no, no estás muerto tú si me sigues, si no estás en sentido. Ay, no queremos oír esto muchas veces. Ay, que no me quitas mi familia. Ay, que no, que, que no me quitas uh, lo que amo. Yo no te estoy quitando nada. Tú puedes hacer lo que quieras hacer. Yo estoy diciendo, si tenemos algo que se mete, debemos tener cuidado porque podemos perder nuestra relación con Dios. But, but again, we can take it for whatever it is. You don't have to listen to it. It could be something that's just like, ah, okay, whatever. I like to live in a fear that creates obedience in me. I don't like to live in a fear that just like, ah, whatever. That's how you believe. I'll believe the way I believe. Yo quiero vivir mi vida, hermanos, en un temor que, que causa obediencia. No nomás un, 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 un vivir como, ah, es como piensas tú. Es como tú lo lees. Pero Dios dijo algo aquí que era bien, podemos decir torpe. 
Esa persona tuvo su padre que se murió. No miramos a Dios. Ay, ven, ven para aquí. Sí, vaya, vaya, vaya. Vas con mi bendición. Vas con, no mi bendición. Es bendición, blessing. No dijo algo profundo diciendo. Y, y muchas veces, hermanos, tenemos un Dios que los ama ta, tanto que dice que, no lo, va, que, que no, no lo va a dejar a nosotros huérfanos. Eso es algo poderoso. Eso quita todo, Tita, lo que tú tienes sentido aquí, que no tienes tu padre. Ay, no tengo esto, no tengo eso. Tú tienes alguien que no te va a dejar. Si, sí, brothers and sisters, we don't understand. We have a God that says, I'm not going to leave you abandoned. I'm not going to leave you orphaned. Even though the world has left you orphaned in things, God is not going to. That's his promise to you. But we're so used to what the world has done that we can't see the unseen God and his love for us. Oh, man, but it's beautiful when you start to see it. Some of us, we just take time to look back. Oh, it's so tough right now. Oh, it would have been worse. Trust me. I can remind you of all the things God's done for you if you need that every once in a while. Because I've, I've seen it. I've heard it. Sometimes we need that. We get in a rut. We get in a pit. We begin to bury the dead. Because we're dead. But I love when the word of God says that he breathed life into me. Because he can breathe life into me at any moment in my life. He can breathe life back into us. But again, a disciple customary for Jews to, well, Jesus, you're, you're Jewish. You, you were raised by a Jewish family. You, you've got to understand that I've got to go do this. I know I'm asking you this, but I wasn't really asking you. I was kind of just telling you what happened. And Jesus says, no. So you understand. So I'm clear in this. If you love me a little, if it's 98% that you love me, that 2% the devil comes in and makes it 10%, makes it 20%, makes it 50%. And then makes him part of your life. But we see here God drawing the line in the sand very distinguishedly. And I don't think we understand it, brothers and sisters, because, again, we're not Jewish. You talk to somebody, and this is something that was, it's, it's, it's the, the, the rituals, the, 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 what, what happens. And, and it's for a long period of time. We're not talking a short period of time. We're talking about a long period of time. And yet God understood this and said, no. Let that happen, but you keep on following me. And like I said, the question is, how many of us have stopped following God for less? No entendemos, hermanos, que lo, lo que le preguntó el discípulo era algo grande, era algo que, que los judíos... Uh, quiero, no quiero decir celebración porque no es, es como un, I don't know how you say, como un acto ritual que era algo que ya está planeado. 
y el discípulo podía decir, yo sé que te, te estoy diciendo, pero, pero no te estoy preguntando. Porque tú, tú entiendes, tú eres judío, tú debes saber que esas cosas van a pasar y que, que debo yo hacer en estas cosas, esas cosas. Y Dios dice algo que muchas veces estamos confundidos con nuestros corazones. Estamos pensando, oh Dios va a entender eso. Dios va, va a entender que esto es importante. Que, que, que esto es personal. Ay Dios entiende eso, que es personal. Creemos. Pero Dios en momentos que son personales. Está viendo cómo estamos dividiendo nosotros de su voluntad you know we think like oh you know God's going to understand this is personal it's personal it's personal this personal he'll understand God will understand you, you try to fit God in a box you're going to just you're going to lose every time because God's pretty clear in how he what he makes clear and we read here in Paul's to the Romans That again, if we're wanting to live with our emotions and how we want to, then we surely will die because we're living in the flesh. But if we want to live and challenge ourselves through the word of God to be obedient, and it is, it is like Paul says, you know, I get up and I see this challenge. This challenge is before me daily. I don't know, for some of you, it might not be daily. It could be, again, that, that volume could be down. But if it's a challenge for you daily, and I'm not talking about, oh, yeah, you know, I suffer with, you know, depression and all this stuff. I'm talking about sin. Oh, I suffer with this and this and that. I'm talking about sin. I'm talking about what we're doing to offend each other. I'm talking about what brings death to us. We don't understand how serious that is. How serious sentiments are. How serious pride is. But again, you know, it was Medusa, right? If you put her, her on the mirror, she would freeze, turn into stone. Sometimes we gotta, you, you know, We had to look into that mirror and hope those snakes come out so they can turn into stone. Because we're not seeing them. And we're not asking for prayer in them. God help us. Because it's better that I do what? Around myself and throw myself in the water? I don't think you understand what that means. I don't think you understand what that means. But the word of God is... is It, it's, it's powerful, it's powerful, it's powerful. It, it keeps us in line, it keeps us in order. Pero muchas veces no estamos pagando atención a la palabra de Dios porque tenemos, tenemos un sentido, tenemos, ay, yo pienso esto, ay, yo creo esto, ay, no me ha fallado Dios hasta, hasta hoy. Pero ¿cómo te va a fallar Dios si no lo estás molestando al enemigo? El enemigo te va a dejar. Pero debemos preguntarnos, ¿estoy en la voluntad de Dios? Y yo te puedo decir algo, hermanos, que es una cosa cada día que debemos preguntarnos. Porque si damos lugar al diablo, él va a querer toda nuestra vida. If we turn to 1 Thessalonians 4.13. 
Tampoco, hermanos, queremos que ignoréis acerca de los que duermen, que no os entristezcáis como los otros que no tienen qué. Pues dilo como tenés esperanza, hermanos. But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. Now you see, you see, this is the difference. The disciples there with Jesus, and he didn't know who he was with. He didn't know this. And there was a little bit of ignorance there, just like there was when they came up to him on Lazarus. He said, oh, I know in the, in the last days you'll be able to, because I am. I am the resurrection. And brothers and sisters, this term of, I would not want you to be ignorant. That's powerful. You see, because ignorance in this way can, creates sentiments. Sentiments create confusion. Confusion Create separation. Because I don't see clearly anymore. I'm not seeing God like I used to. I'm not really understanding what God's telling me here. I'm not understanding. I don't know why I feel like this. I feel like I shouldn't feel like this. I feel like if I was really, would God want me to feel like this? And then pretty soon you're, you know, kneeling down to a tree. But here, we must understand and we must Put everything to the side. How hard is it for us? How hard is it for us? That's a pretty good question. How hard is it for you? How hard is it for you? How hard is it for you? Honestly, be honest, be honest. How hard is it for you for, for you to pick God over family? How hard is it for you? Be honest. Oh, I've done that. No, 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 no. Be honest. In decision making and being obedient to God, how hard has it been for you? Because it's hard. Because Jesus knew it was going to be hard. Because Jesus used something that you think that, that you have a card you can pull out and say, God, well, you gave them to me. But yet he uses this term like, look, if you can't love me more or follow me, desire to follow me, instead of getting distracted, then you know what? You're not worthy of me. And this is, where, this is where it's so important as you hold your, your child that you, you either give them to God or you don't. You don't. You, you, you coddle them to death. And I mean not only, you know, a death here, but a death, second death. It's the toughest thing. It's the toughest thing because you have to make decisions and say, God, look, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust this process you got me going through, Jesus. Yo te quiero creer, Dios. Yo te creo. Yo, yo, yo quiero, Señor, que entregarte mi familia. Yo sé que lo estoy cuidando aquí cuando estoy aquí. Yo lo voy a amar cuando estoy aquí. Pero que, que ellos me llevan al infierno. I rebuke you, Satan. That's some of you that letting your family take you to hell. You think that's what God wants? You ain't hearing me. 
anyone hearing me? Seriously. Because again, it's profound darkness. But God made it pretty clear. Look, if it's as simple as this, if you're going to pick someone over me, then you're not worthy to follow me. And then you start to think, why aren't things lining up? Why aren't things going the way they should be going? Because God had already asked you that question and we failed in it. But when you start to walk with him, you ever see ducks? Ducks are cute, aren't they? You like ducks? Anybody like ducks? No? Yeah, Kevin likes ducks. It's kind of cute when you see ducks following, right? You see a row of ducks following baby ducks following them. But the problem is, brothers and sisters, is that we, we're not being guided here. And now we're leaving a trail that's dangerous. The way we think, the way we act, the way we show, the way we believe. And that's on us. That's on us. As leaders, as parents. But Jesus said, look, if you're going to let your sentiment, I'm going to let my sentiment say, oh, she's going to be in all the beauty pageants. Oh, every one of them. Be so cute. I'm just telling you my sentiments. Am I going to do God's will? we get into this thing again because we're not allowing God to fully guide us, to fully transform us. That's the thing is the transformation part. You know, as parents, as parents, you you, you don't want to hear this. No parent wants to hear this tonight. As parents, I don't care what my kid wants. I care what God has asked me to do while my kid's here. You see, because my kid's going to want something else later. It's proven. But if what God has put in me to guide them, that's got to overrule any sentiment. Oh, I want to see him this. Oh, I want to see him be this, be that. Oh, they're going to be this. Oh, they're so good at this. I'm creating a monster. I'm creating somebody that's going to look at me one day and go, you know what? Hasta luego. I'm 18 years old now. I'm going to go do what I want to do. Thank you for starting me out young. And all I had to do is move my eyes to you and convince you in that. And I tell you, brothers and sisters, it's not easy. It's lonely. It's difficult. It's challenging. But like Jesus said, what do you say? Foxes have what? Caves? Folds? Holes? He knew. He knew that this was going to be something that was lonely. Are you prepared to be alone? I'm alone right now. You ain't alone. I'm talking about being alone when you're doing the will of God. But I tell you one thing, you will never be alone because God will be with you. Oh, God will do things for you, brothers and sisters, open things for you that you could never imagine. 
I I am not. Try him. Well, brother, I've done. Yeah, okay. Question that though a little bit. Because you wouldn't say I've done that. You would say I'm doing that. First of all, it wouldn't have been a I've done that like it ended. Die. But see, just the way we we process things. And then, and then just don't do it for something. Oh, I'm going to do this for this. We don't make deals with God like that. You do it because it's what's right. You do it because you love him. You do it because you choose obedience. You know, sometimes we do it with expectations. Oh, if I do this, I'm going to receive favor. Oh, I want favor from God. I do it because he's God. I do it because he's in control. My expectation is that he is God over my life. But again, brothers and sisters, we gotta, we've got to come with intent. Intent to sacrifice what's the hardest thing. Abraham. 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 You have no idea what it is to struggle. Abraham. Abraham, you talk about being tested. Abraham, like I said, how many of us struggle with less things? ¿Cuántos de nosotros, hermanos, estamos sufriendo con cosas más pequeñas? Pero podemos leer de Abraham dando un sacrificio, algo que quería. Su primer hijo, no su primer hijo, pero su hijo con su esposa, no con un esclava. Or... Y oyó la voz de Dios y era fiel. ¿Cómo, cómo, cómo puede ser Dios así? ¿Cómo puede ser Dios así, Gabriel? No lo puedo captivar que Dios es tan feo. La cosa es que no es feo, es que Él quiere toda nuestra atención. Y nosotros, nosotros podemos estar quitando la mano de Dios con nuestra familia. Nosotros. Oh, yo, yo siempre oro por mi familia. Pero nosotros, hasta que nosotros vendemos todo, we sell out, como dicen. Es cuando Dios obra. La pregunta debe ser, Dios, ¿qué necesito hacer yo? ¿Qué necesito hacer yo? ¿Qué necesito hacer yo, Dios? Hipócrita. It's powerful, brother and sister. I tell you, I, I, again, I'm over here, let the dead bury the dead. I'm like, oh, well, it makes sense, you know. But then you start to look at it, and it's like, man, this guy right here with, with the sentiments and, and the customs that Jewish people had in this, and yet Jesus tells, hey, let the dead bury the dead. You come and follow me. It's because if we can't understand in the ultimate part, in the ultimate part of our life, what decision we need to make, if we cannot see what decision we need to make at these moments, this is where the word of God has to guide us to be prepared for these moments that are difficult, challenging. Amen? 1 Corinthians 15, 22. 
For as in Adam all die, also in Christ shall all be made alive. Porque así como en Adán todos mueren, así también en Cristo todos serán vivificados. You see, brothers and sisters, if we come here in the flesh, then our outcome is simple. This is where the dead spirit is. Because we're in the flesh. We don't see Christ in us. We don't see that Christ is working in us. You see, it becomes a mental state. You're defeated before you sit down. But when you start to see Christ working in you, you start to look back and see the things that he's removing from you and that it's not easy, it's not going to be easy, that he's perfect and that you're his masterpiece. Then the hope comes over you, the, the excitement comes over you. But guess what? It starts all over again tomorrow. Debemos entender, hermanos, que esta es una batalla que es cada día. Cada día es esta batalla. Peleando contra la carne. Pero tenemos Cristo que venció la carne. Dentro de nosotros. Debemos tener Él. La esperanza que tenemos es que tenemos Cristo dentro de nosotros. Debemos tener su poder. Debemos tener su entendimiento. We should have these things. These should be natural to us if he's in us. But sometimes we start to bring things in us that pushes him out of us. And it's scary when we get to that point that we're not paying attention to these things. The obvious things. Ooh. It's horrible when it's something obvious, right? Something that you, why didn't you tell me? I did kind of tell you that a few times. Was it that obvious? <laughs> We've got to ask God for spiritual discernment, spiritual vision, wisdom. Say, okay, God, this process, this process, you've gotten me this far. If God's gotten you this far, I like how Brother Renee said, you know, said it in it talking about everything he's been through. God's gotten, you know, Donna tells him, when God's gotten you this far, he's going to keep on taking you. And we say that to ourselves here. If God has gotten us this far, brothers and sisters, don't lose hope, but start to question, okay, God, what is it? What is it, God? What is it? What is it that has to be removed? What is it? What is it? Is it sentiments? I got a lot of sentiments, right? Or is it the facts? That you loved me before you created me. You loved me before my mama, my daddy held me in, in their arms. So I should love you. There's some simplicity in some things at times. And it's difficult, brothers and sisters, and it's a lonely road. Ephesians 2.1. Y de ella recibisteis vosotros que estabas muertos en vuestros delitos y pecados. And you were dead in trespasses and sins. 
You see, brothers and sisters, the term, let the dead bury the dead. A dead person that's alive hasn't recognized that Jesus came and paid for these things. That's where a living person can be dead. Because they're still in their trespasses and sins. But the sad thing is, if you're alive, because you have accepted Jesus doing this, but have dead traits, this is where we got to wake up. This is where we got to start seeing things differently. A different perspective. A different way of evaluating things. Something different about you. You look at things differently now. Yeah, because I'm not looking at it through my heart anymore. I'm looking at it through the eyes that Jesus gave me through the word. I'm putting everything. I'm filtering everything. Everything filters itself through here. You know what a filter is? You know what a filter is? Some of y'all ain't drinking burning water. You're putting filters on it. When you start to filter everything through this, you'll start to see that things are different when they come out. But we don't do that sometimes. Sometimes it's like, and then you run into the problem that I did after I drank the water in Mexico. Me and my son. Psalms 115, 17. I like this one. I like this one. Look, listen to what David says here. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. No alabarán los muertos. Aha. Is aha? Aha. A Jehová. Ni cuantos descienden al silencio. We start to ask ourselves, brothers and sisters, because this is the struggle right here, is you got to, every once in a while when you're not saying amens, you got to do this, do this. Get a mirror and put it underneath your nose. Is he still alive? She's still alive? Because sometimes we can't because there's death. There's confusion. There's, but God's not God of the dead, Amen. 11, John eleven twenty five. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. You see, brothers and sisters, some of us, some of us choose not to listen while we're here. You can do whatever you want. God bless you. Welcome to the United States of Freedom, right? But that purification process comes. That trial, that tribulation, that breaking comes. It comes, it comes, it comes. And we got to love God because he loves us that enough that he's going to break us if we're going to just ignore it. You got to kind of love God that he's going to still try to get you to that point. Even though you didn't want to get there, he's breaking you. Your journey could be easy or it could be long. You choose what you want to choose. But you see here that he has the power tonight to resurrect some of our lives. Tú puedes vivir tu vida como quieres vivirlo. 
como quieras Tú tienes el derecho Pero la cosa es que Dios en su palabra no se va a cambiar Si estás mal vas a parar mal Pero podemos entender también que Él es la resurrección Él puede dar vida otra vez Él da vida a los muertos Para nosotros entendiendo eso Que el discípulo quería ir Pero su padre ya estaba muerto Pero si él seguía a Dios Los que lo, que lo sepultaron Ellos tienen chance para vivir Porque viene el discípulo con la palabra de Dios Dando vida a los muertos Muchos de nosotros no entendemos que el sentimiento lo, lo va a llevar a muerte a nosotros Y que los que aman, los, los amamos mucho no van a tener chance Porque ya nosotros entramos a la muerte Fisical, espiritual hablando Si amas a tu familia guarda tu testimonio Y guárdalo bien no importa si qué edad estamos nosotros, somos nosotros, somos edad que somos. Dios no mira, ah, ya estás anciano tú. No, cuídate, porque víboras hay víboras viejas. Que entendemos eso, hermanos. Es serio, en serio esto. Y, y estamos en peligro. Si no estamos preguntando Dios ¿qué, qué es que necesito cambiar en mi vida Yo quiero ver, yo quiero verte aquí en mi familia Yo quiero ver mis oraciones, cumplirlos If we turn to Psalm 73, 26 and if the musicians can pass on up Mi carne y mi corazón desfallecen, mas la roca de mi corazón y mi porción es Dios para siempre. My flesh, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart. And my portion forever. Brothers and sisters, it's not much for us to choose God over something. Because he will never fail us. And you know what, brothers and sisters, when we choose him over something, we've really still loved what we left. I don't think we understand that. I don't think we understand that, brothers and sisters. Because by choosing God... We've chosen the opportunity for grace to find those that we love one day. I don't think we understand that. I don't think we get excited because some of us are really struggling with being here with some of these that the dead bury, the dead terms. But we don't understand that by learning and, and growing in the things of God, that that opportunity that God's preparing that day, we're going to be a blessing because it's God that's preparing it. 
It's not us forcing it. It's not us pushing it. It's God preparing it. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? Podemos entender, hermanos, que muchas veces nuestros sentido, sentimientos no va a cambiar nada. No va a cambiar nada. Ay, cómo lo amaron, amaron a Lázaro. Mira cómo Jesús, ah, ah cómo lo, am, lo amó a Lázaro. Mira cómo está llorando. Dijeron la gente. Y no estaba llorando porque le amó a Lázaro si él entendía que era la resurrección. Estaba llorando porque no entendían gente que debían entender esto, que era la resurrección. ¿Cómo va a llorar alguien que puede cambiar algo así? Dios es poderoso en cosas que nos enseña a nosotros. Pero podían mirar que ellos no, no entendieron que Dios podía hacer estas cosas que Jesús podía hacer estas cosas a hoy estás en una posición ahorita no, o no entiendes que Dios puede hacer algo hoy en ti you see brothers and sisters Jesus didn't cry because Lazarus died Jesus cried because people didn't understand who he was people that were close to him he, they were close to him Why would somebody cry that can, can change something? Why would he cry? But the question is, do you understand who he is? Have you accepted who he is? And again, brothers and sisters, if we come here and we're not prepared to follow him, Brother, Brother Lorenzo brought the message of of the, the wealthy man that said, you know, Jesus said, sell everything, right? And come and follow me. And the person turned around. If we're not prepared for these things that are, that are impactful, Jesus, we must understand that we're in a relationship with someone that knows us. He doesn't, he doesn't get confused by what we say because he looks deeper. So if we say something, you know, this is, you know, this is, this is a powerful thing that we have here, right? We pass it around sometimes. We do it in New Year's and we're like, you know, I want to thank God for the rest of my life. I'll do this stuff. And, and we could pan the camera around. There could be people that didn't do it for the rest of their lives. So this is a, this is a, this is a device right here that will make you say things. But Jesus has a device that looks deep within. So we must fight daily. We must fight daily for these things, brothers and sisters. Why don't we pray? Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're grateful, Lord, for your love and your mercy, your grace, Jesus. We're asking, Lord, that more than anything right now that you speak to our hearts, Lord, the sentiments, Lord, and also the ignorance, Lord, like your word said. If there's ignorance there, Lord, if there's just, if there's a, a deep darkness, Lord, that we're not seeing what is real, Father, how we're hurting people, how we're hurting our own family. 
Father, I ask right now that you take that veil from us that we can see clearly, Jesus. That we can see you, Lord, and that we can be loved by you, Lord. That we don't choose the hard path, Lord, but choose your word, Father. Your word can purify us instead of the trials and tribulations purifying us, Lord. Accepting you, Lord. Accepting you, Father. Asking for this wisdom and understanding to come into our lives right now, Lord, so we don't continue to suffer, Lord. We don't continue to go down a path, Lord, that we bring the thorns in our lives. Lord, I ask, Lord, that you just help us, Father, and and guide our hearts, Lord, and, and open up revelation in our minds, Lord Jesus, that we can see the simple things, Lord, and be guided by you, Father, and that we can push away the sentiments in the heart, Lord, and the confusion, If we're listening to others more than we're listening to you, Lord, then I ask, Lord, that we wake up. If we're being convinced by others instead of you, Jesus, I ask that we wake up, Jesus. And if we're convincing others, Lord, in things that aren't holy, Jesus, I ask that we wake up also, Jesus. I don't know what it is, Father, that we need, Jesus, but we need it. We need it in our lives, Lord. We need this awakening in our lives, Jesus. I'm asking, Father, that you just, you continue to work in our lives, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, your grace in us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your clear word, your exact word, Lord. Your word that's simple, Jesus. Your word that's clear in things, Father. We thank you, Jesus, because you continue to speak to us, Lord, and to things that we need and must be revealed in, Lord. And as you said in the word, Lord, that we trust you above all things, Lord. Have we made that decision to truly follow you, Jesus? Or are we sadly going to turn away, Lord, and go back to what we love more than you? We thank you, Jesus, for your word that's hard at times, Lord, but also speaks to the point that it needs to, Father. Speaks to things that must be spoken to, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you do in our lives, Lord. Thank you for your blessings, Lord. Thank you for the trials and tribulation, Lord. Thank you for the sadness, Lord. Thank you for the anger, Lord, that you could bring through your word, Jesus. Thank you for your correction, Lord. Thank you for everything, Lord, because sometimes we don't thank you enough, Jesus. And I ask, Lord, that you just continue to work in our lives, speak to us, Lord. Continue to continue to reveal yourself in everything that we're going through, Lord. But more than anything, Lord, that we start to question what we're in right now, Jesus. What we're doing right now, Jesus. Do we have the spirit of Jezebel? You've spoken to us, Lord, through the years, Lord, in messages, Jesus. And we fall back and we go return like a dog to our vomit. You don't desire for us to suffer here, Jesus. In things, Lord, that so easily you overcame and we can overcome in you, Jesus. Strengthen us, clear our minds, Lord. And if the word has rebuked us tonight, Lord, that we accept it, Jesus. That we accept it gladly, Jesus. And that we don't just temporarily change, Father. That we don't just come here and just ask for a temporary forgiveness, Jesus but that we recommit ourselves, Father, and that we start to throw the junk that's in our lives out, Lord, 
and start to see you clearly, Jesus. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for the endurance, Lord. We thank you for strength, Father, that you give us. Now we ask, Lord, that you restore the joy of our salvation, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you just bring your love into our lives more and more, Jesus. Help us to receive the strength from you tonight, Jesus. We thank you in all these things, Jesus, and we ask this all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen.